Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody. Episode 31, Life Over Bar. 31. That's right. Kyle said this was going to be the birthday episode. I, I don't know so much about that. I mean, yeah, we're all 31, but... We almost just... started at goddamn 924. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing birthday about this, really. That was, that was the goal, but we only made it to, you know, just before 9, so... Is it? No, it is. It's 854, Kevin. Come on. I can't tell time. Yeah, especially, especially when you when you look at that, you're not even looking at a watch. Okay. Uh, anyway, Kyle, thank you. Uh, difficulties once again. We figured it right out. We figured it out. Figured it out. That's good. I don't mean I don't know how we figured it out. Just kind of like it works. Just close out and yeah, start as, again. As soon as it starts working, don't touch it. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Unplug Kevin, it. Plug it back in. Welcome. What's up? Welcome in. I see uh, you got a, a Carhartt t-shirt on this time, not the long sleeves. This is a polo. It is. I like it. Yep. It's a good blue. Thanks. It's a good blue. I have to buy some more before Kentucky. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. All right. So last week, we went over Tiger's car accident. Uh, for a number of days following the accident, uh, I would scroll through Twitter trying to figure out updates on his health and you know, what kind of injuries he had just mm-hmm. to see how he's doing. Um, but I also came across a lot of negative tweets about him. And hmm. I, I was like, it just seemed ridiculous to me. Um, things like, why are people cheering for him so much? Did you all forget that he had an affair with like a hundred women? <laughs> and then one like, Tiger Woods is a shameless, evil bastard. Like these are just angry mm. people. I know. I didn't know Daryl had a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Another one said, uh, "Tiger Woods is a douchebag that has a natural skill to play golf." Yeah. Okay. Natural skill. Uh, mm, he does have. How a many chances skill. will? Uh, how many chances will he get before people realize he's a piece of shit? I mean. Listen, I don't, uh, I kind of see where these people are coming from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's one more here. Uh, I thought this one was pretty sensible. Um, Bastard Tiger Woods will do anything for publicity and sex. Damn. Like, do you, you, do you really that, think he got in this car accident for some sex? That is the level of commitment that Tiger Woods has. Yeah. Wow. Just, Just to shatter, shatter his ankle. <laughs> yeah. Break his leg. Multiple multiple broken bones. Shattered ankle because that's going to get him some sex. That tweet made a lot of sense to me. Because it hangs down to his ankle because he says you got a big old dangle. All right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So uh, many players this past weekend wore his traditional red shirt, black pants. Mm -hmm. Some players chose to play his Bridgestone Tiger Ball. Billy Horschel. He put TW on his hat. It worked. Yeah, I mean, he did pretty well. He yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was their tribute to Tiger. 
and not because they're blind to his past, you know, transgressions and difficulties. Um, it was that they understand the nature of his famous life and the fishbowl he's in. Um, but more than that, they understand, you know, what he's done for them. Uh, many of those players, if you ask them, they would say they're there because of him. You know, chasing greatness in the game that they love because of him. Because he was their yeah. guy growing up. He was my guy growing up. I started mm-hmm. watching golf because of Tiger. And, I mean, as old as we are, 31 now, a lot of those young guys on tour, I mean, they're younger than us. So that's true. they grew up watching Tiger. Uh, you know, no one's saying Tiger's Gandhi, except, you know, his dad, you know, back in the day. He did say that. You know, he... He, he led us on to that, but it turned out that Tiger was, was human. You know, he might've been superhuman on the course. And that's why so many people grew up being a Tiger fan. So many players wore red, uh, just to simply show support for a friend. And right now I would say Tiger's going to need a lot of friends to get through what he's getting through. Definitely. Yeah. You know, golf is his extended family, and family is doing what they do. They stick up for you and stick with you through the good and the bad. So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like like two days ago, or when they had it before everyone came out on Sunday and said like, or everyone came out on Sunday and were red. You know, he said like it means the world to him. You know, through this difficult time. You know, you don't know how much the fans and and all these players mean to me for, you know, paying tribute. Yeah, uh, it means it means the world. But like a day before, there was a tweet from like his Twitter account saying like he's in good spirits and you know all good positive things going forward. And then all of a sudden, like he backdoors it, like 14 hours later, being like, "Thank you so much for this hard like." Well, he's just human, you know. I yeah, think he's just can, trying to make a face. You can be in you good know? spirits and and think you're going to get through it, but you know, some kind gestures is still going to mean a lot to you. Yeah, you can you can be the tough guy through all of it and say I'm getting through this, but I mean, if you got guys paying tribute to you the way that they did, I mean, you're st- you're still probably going to feel a little soft and have a heavy heart about it. Right. So would would if you guys were on tour, would you guys wear the red and black? I would. Yeah. I don't think so. And you don't have to. I mean, I've seen a lot of like it goes both ways. There was guys that were getting a lot of praise for for showing support for him. And then yeah. the guys that didn't, like Max Homa, I mean, he he showed his support for Tiger and said at the Genesis, his thanks for mm-hmm. Tiger and how much he appreciated him. But he still has responsibility with his contracts, with his his sponsors. Like everything's picked out for you before you get there. If he didn't have red, he didn't have red. And everyone's like, oh, I, Well, you oh, can just run down that. and you run down and get a red shirt. Come on. And it was like he's contractually obligated. Hopefully I pronounced those words correctly. <laughs> to have Sounded good a to red me. shirt. Right. Well, not not to have a red shirt, but if he was to wear a red shirt, it has to have 
the logos yeah, of logo. his sponsors on it. And you can't just like run to a yeah, sports, sporting, goods or, sporting yeah. goods or whatever and pick up a shirt and it's going to have all your sponsorship logos on it. Yeah, it was a lot easier. You could see everyone that was in the Nike. I mean, everyone that was, I mean, Tommy Fleetwood, you had Tony Finau, Rory. Yeah. Um, all those people that had red. Um, and those, so, I mean, yes. those were Nike guys. Yeah. Which is what Tiger is. So it would be really understandable. Those guys would be prepped and ready to have something for that. Do you uh, see how uh, do you see how um, Sergio did his tribute to him? I did not. He, he had it where uh, he wore green, and he's like for the 2019 Masters, like he really reaching like 2019 <laughs> Masters champion. Like I'm wearing green for you, from one Masters champion to another. Come on, Sergio. It's like, r- relax, Sergio. You're not on the fucking same pedestal. Like you're not even like. Two no. down from him, like you've no. won one. Relax. He's like, was that a trying to be like, was that a tribute or just a reminder that he was a Masters champion? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing green because I'm a Masters champion too, and that was kind of. I thought that was pretty cool. No, and there's that. One. It wasn't cool. He was a dick. Come on. Yeah, I know, but I mean, that was kind of fun. Like, I mean, that's that's just something different. That, that yeah, it's and definitely uh, different. Do you see uh, Phil's? Yeah, I saw Phil. He's, 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 he did two things new that day. He wore yeah. red on a Sunday, and he had to go buy a red shirt. See? Yeah. Even Phil would do it. I mean, come on. I mean, that guy, if anyone made the most money off of him, I mean, it was definitely Phil. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, so, they all did. But Right. Phil, you know, they started out competitors, <clears throat> and you would say, like, I don't know. You want to say enemies, but I mean right. they were they were tough Rivalry. competitors, rivalries. Mm-hmm. But later on, I mean they're friends now, so yeah. it's nice to see. He wasn't even in the WGC; he was over uh, in the Colaguard. Yeah, he did it. tour. Yeah. So I mean, there was WGC, the Colaguard, the Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican, and then what was the LPGA tour? that was going on, what tournament that was. But there was still, oh, like, yeah. in all four of them, there was people that wore red. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. It was cool. Speaking... Monica came back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there, There is a quote here that I have from Tiger. Uh, Tiger Woods tells a source, <laughs> it cannot end like this. Source... Close to Tiger Woods says he will do everything he can to return to the tour. So, show must go on. The show the must, shoot. yes. You know, someone says before the show, go break a leg. He done go did it. an angle. Yeah. Yeah. Show must go on. Show goes on. So, he's going to do everything he can. Will, will he be really competitive and maybe win? I don't know. Uh, I'm just picturing the wolf. Let's just throw the money right down. Now. Show goes on. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got to leave it. But uh, speaking of the WGC, how'd we do, boys? Not bad for what we picked, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. said some names that made you go, who the fuck is that? Who? <laughs> right? <laughs> who? And turns out, no. not too shabby, boys. No. So yeah. coming out, uh, pulling up the rear, 
Kyle. I mean, the darkest of dark horses. Brandon Todd. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Right? Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Tied tied eighteen. Not not top a 20. terrible pick. Top twenty. He earned himself uh, hundred twenty five point five thou. Nice. Nice. It's nice for a top twenty. You know, Kisner says those twentieth places pay well. They sure do. Uh, I came in second or first, depending on who you want to. I don't know. I went with Kevin Na. I went with Patrick Reed, but I went with Kevin Na. Yeah, we're going with Kevin Na. Okay. Kevin Na tied for 11th. Oh, really? Yep. Not too bad there. $189.6,000. Not too bad. Pretty good. Kevin, I'll let you say his name because you like to so much. Jason Kokrak. Jason Kokrak. Kokrak. He tied for ninth. I mean, Damn. out of these names, they all got top 20. Crazy. You broke top 10. Earned I mean, his. there's only like 60 in the group, but I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, but who knew these names? Right. I guess if you're Same. into golf, you might have known them. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, tied ninth, got himself two hundred and thirty-seven point five thousand. Nice, good payday. Very good. So, in my, I hope he does bad because I don't like him. Pick was Patrick Reed. Yeah, tied for ninth. Also, he did well. He, I mean, he did okay. Not as bad as I'd like. Yeah, did okay. Tied for I ninth. You picked, for some reason, I thought you picked a wolf. No. I didn't pick Wolf. That was I said last podcast that I would take Wolf in the Ryder Cup over oh, Patrick okay, Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that now? You know, it's one bad time. You know, one day. One day he was plus twelve through sixteen holes. He withdrew. You know, how do you he didn't even finish like, the eighteen? I don't know if he'd finished the first eighteen or not. I, I I know he was plus twelve through the first sixteen holes. Just hang out. Just hang out. Play three more rounds, and he makes. He had 50 a scorecard that looked like mine. It's really what he did. He had a triple. He had a quad. He had two doubles. He, I mean, it didn't look good. You still, you still make a check. There's no cut. Like make fifty grand. I know. I, 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 I don't know what happened to him. I didn't look into it. Neither. He was twenty one, so he's probably like whatever. Yeah. I'd be so stoked to be 12 over on the 16th hole. <laughs> so there's shaking. <laughs> I mean, on that course, not too bad. I'd hit. I'd get nines on 17 and 18. He had an eight. Or four. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything, uh, Kyle, Kevin, from uh, the past tournament that you wanted to bring up? It was just weird for me. It seemed like people paying tributes to him, and then some people like weren't doing anything. Like I thought maybe they like wear like instead of wearing red, which it came out as a tweet to do that, and people were like, all right, let's do it. And then like mm-hmm. it made you, I made probably made the tour feel like if you didn't do it, then you're a bad guy or you don't support him or whatever. And yeah, I think that's you how think it, it came across for you, some people. Yeah, you would think, like, why wouldn't they just have, like, a tiger print, like, ribbon, and they just put it, like, on their hat or something. Exactly. Like, something simple. Um, I think it's really stupid to 
look down on people for not wearing the red right. or whatever. Like, that's right. just not, I would not do that. No. I would not. I mean, I wouldn't wear red if I were on tour for Sunday. Just, yeah. I might go on Instagram or whatever and make a post yeah. supporting mm-hmm. Tiger. But did you? No. No. Oh. Okay. But in my defense, I have like four Instagram posts in the last six years. So, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that's true. like, what kind of schmuck would you feel like if you're wearing Tiger Red and you're in like, oh, I got to make this putt for 48th place? Like, right. entirely. Well, right. you can say that, but Tiger's 48th in the world right now. So, damn. Yeah, I mean, he might be worse. I don't know. He hasn't played in. Two tournaments now, so right. No, could be dropping. Probably dropping. Yeah, like Morikawa did it right. Like Morikawa yeah. after he won, and he said his. I mean, he said his piece about it, and mm-hmm. it's all good. But he said, you know, I didn't. I didn't pack a red shirt. Yeah, <laughs> he just didn't pack a red shirt. And again, you can't just go but, to the store and get one and have all your sponsorships already yeah, on your shirt. But you still so. have. I mean, the you're there by Wednesday. You play yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, you're there by Wednesday. You'd think if they really wanted something like, well, if they wanted, you do what Horschel did. If you if you didn't have the red shirt and you wanted to do something, you didn't have the ribbon. He put the TW on his hat. He just wrote yeah. it on with a marker. If you wanted to do yep. something, you could have done something. If you right. didn't, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Patrick Patrick Reed was like, "Yes, I get to wear black and red again." He didn't wear black and red though. He's black and pink. No. He calls it red. It's pink. What a douche. I mean, I'd say that either way. Yeah, he's probably wearing <laughs> like, "Yeah, because because that's how I that's how I'm a Masters champion on Sunday. How I won the Masters. And I wore a pink shirt <laughs> from one Masters champion to another." <laughs> like. God damn it, Sergio. Right. We're green. Yeah. Made no sense. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, golf has been making some moves lately. I don't know if you guys have been watching anything golf? as far as golf. Oh, yeah. Like with rule changes and oh. and some updates to, to stuff. But uh, Kyle... The USGA and the RNA announced that amateurs are now allowed to accept endorsements under the new rules. Amateurs can get paid. Yeah, but I still think that they they can't take home like a cash check over a over like ten thousand dollars or true. Actually, it was seven hundred and fifty dollars. Then what's seven hundred and fifty bucks? But (laughs) that's how it was. But now they can do endorsements. They can do commercials. So, hmm. you know, like an amateur that, as, as they put it, the next Michelle Wee or the next Tiger Woods coming up, instead of having to wait till you go pro to be paid, they're allowed to do sponsorship stuff and still be an amateur and make some money. Kind and they like should. A, I mean, if you've got yeah. the skill to do it and people want to pay you for be in the face of whatever they are, you should be able yeah. to be paid for that. It's pretty much just like parallel to what it is with the NCA now. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, now they, they're doing like the lightness or whatever. And yep. they, there's a so kind of gray area. So mm-hmm. good for them. They can make the money. 
Another thing, the PGA announced a partnership with Amazon Web Services yesterday morning, Tuesday morning. I saw that. So pretty much like Amazon's going to be keeping so much statistic data on everything. And uh, let's, let's see what I have. It says, this transformational partnership with AWS will give our fans the opportunity to experience the PGA like never before. Growing the diversity of our fan base is a top priority for us. And thanks to the collaboration with AWS, we are creating more ways to experience the game of golf while personalizing our content to enable fans to engage with our tournaments and players they support. Uh, the <clears throat> tour's release with the new partnership transforms the way the golf content is created, distributed, and experienced through TourCast. Fans are promised video game-like control of the game and viewing experience. So, sounds like a hell, that sounds like a mad cameras on every it hole. It sounds like a lot of work for the people working it. But a lot of, I don't know, fun, enjoyment fun, for yeah. the people that can watch it. Mm -hmm. um, a tweet by golf.com says, here is what the tour's new partnership with Amazon means for viewers. Every shot from every player live. Video wow. game light control of the viewing experience. Speed rounds with new camera angles and analytics. And 100 years of content to relive. Whoa. So what also comes with it is like I think it was a hundred years or a century's worth of tournaments in the past. Right. I would assume it's on Amazon Prime video that you can just go back and watch any tournament for like the hmm. past hundred years. Damn. Gotcha. So I don't know what dollar figure I, I tried to look it up. I couldn't figure out what the dollar figure yeah. was for this partnership. I'm assuming it's, like, it's uh, a ton. It's got to be. Well, they do that with the NFL, too. They do. The next-gen yep. stats or whatever. And uh, NHL just currently did a very similar deal uh, with them to do a bunch of analytics and stuff for keeping yeah, track like, of everything. Like what, what do I have? We have uh, NBC like Golf Pass, like Gold Pet. What is it called? I don't know uh, what it's called. Yeah, it's Gold something. NBC. Gold. gold pass or something or PJ yeah. tour. Yeah. It's a PJ tour live pretty much. Yeah. So in the beginning of it, like if you click on it and you register and <clears throat> the first few minutes I pop up, it always says like PJ tour live presented by FedEx. Yep. So any FedEx anymore. Now it's going to be Amazon and yeah, it sounds like Amazon's just going to be cranking the hell well, I mean, up it could everything. be, it could be FedEx also. Oh, cause FedEx because Cup. it's the FedEx cup, but Hmm. You know, maybe FedEx is now going to be not only paying the PGA, but they'll be paying Amazon too. That is weird. It's kind of a conflict of interest, you'd think, because they have the FedEx Cup. Maybe they'll slowly trans, like, watch it just turns over, and then like Jeff well, Bezos I, is one giving out the trophy. I don't, I don't think it's it's so much conflict of interest. I mean, they're going to take their sponsorship money where they can get it. But Amazon right. has yeah. the cloud space and they have the system to be able to with with hand or handle all of this stuff mm -hmm. that the PGA is going to throw at it. And, you know, all of the analytics that they get from NFL players, how like 
you see those commercials like it was a 20% chance that this ball was going to get there, blah, yep. blah, blah, those commercials. I mean, they're going to be able to do that with golf now and be like, there is this percent chance that he could hit this out of a bunker and get there. I don't oh, know how they yeah. calculate all this stuff, but apparently they're going to do it. Just have Phil Mickelson talk about it. Yeah, like, I think. It's 160, but it's uphill against the grain in the wind with dew on the ground. It plays at What this is really going to benefit, I think, sports betting. If you're going to get all this analytics about a player's game, yeah, it's probably going to help you on who you bet for. I would assume so. How mm-hmm. long is it going to take for them to calculate all this stuff? I mean, maybe they go back the hundred years of tournaments and they can look at previous tournaments and calculate stuff from that to know future stuff for a player. How awesome would it be to be the person that like lays a line down for all the odds? Like just knowing like the next event, like that's coming up with what Arnold Palmer. So now we have like, what are the odds for this one? And like, okay, well why? And then you have to like document and show, like you said, all the, X's and O's of why he's now the best, not only because he's number one in the world or because his driving accuracy or was his putting or previous mm-hmm. showings. That'd be I mean, there's 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 a lot on there that you can bet on, not yeah. just who's going to win, who's like top five, top ten. I went through there the other day. Like there is a lot of stuff. You can bet on will any player break 60 all four days? You can put money on that. I mean, there's there's so much you can bet on through all yeah. this all this stuff in there. And how do you come up with all that kind of stuff? Yeah, and you can go like live where there's some sporting like apps where you can like see him put out on like uh, let's say like 15. Like all right, now he's got to hit the fairway on 16. You can put the over under like minus like 110 plus 10 110 and see if he hits the fairway and just bet on yeah. that. Like, it's or, like instantaneous. Like, will he, will he put this shot on the green? It's like us on the yeah. course sometimes. We're yeah. like, you're like five bucks, you don't yeah. hit the green. Yeah. You can literally bet that now. That kind of stuff. Handy. Is it handy? I feel like I'd waste a lot of money. <sighs> no one mind betting because <sighs> I did some betting last week. How'd it go? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. did Kyle. Uh, yeah. The fact that you. Through your bets on our chat, pushed me to make some bets. Peer pressure. Yeah. yeah. I like it. So I did, So yeah. not only you, but I also got a text from my sister um, and her husband. Now she said you're a bad influence. I said what? And she sent me a screenshot of uh, a certain amount of money coming out of an account for a certain betting website. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure they. Influence. I'm sure they got a match though. So. Doubled their right. money already. Yeah. So with that, it just it stinks because like you don't. <laughs> it's an investment. I don't know. It's it's fun to like pick people because you want people you want to be bold. You want to be like, oh yeah, you know this is this is the guy. So Thursday, like even Friday, people are moving. You're moving up leaderboard. Like all right, this guy's gonna stay up there. At least you'll have some horse in the race. And then by like middle of Sunday, you know, middle of Sunday, you're like, this guy's on the second page. He's not even sniffing it. Like he's three back, but yet these guys, there's no way he's gonna come back. Are you talking about Kisner? When you when you look at that, I'm talking. I'm talking Kisner. I was talking. 
or Cameron Smith. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kokrak was right there. He was, I bet a dollar on him. He was like a plus like 8,000. I'm like, I'll, <laughs> come on. Like I want, I want in on yeah. everybody. And how how many my, total bets did you make? I made a total, I think of, I think I had like nine horses. Yeah. I did eight bets. So that was like Jeez, between guys. Friday and that was like a dollar, two dollar, whatever. And yeah. then at the end, like all the remaining money I had left, I like I just threw it all on uh oh Morikawa. And he made it and he made it, which I, I think I had him like plus if I would have bet like back then I would I don't know. Like I I I think I was like minus nine bucks or something for the week. Yeah. Which definitely take it because yeah. so, stupid. So I did eight and it was a total of twenty eight dollars toward my bets. Yeah. yeah. And I turned out oh for eight. Nice. Oh <laughs> for eight. No big deal. So you got no that going for so you. So I got that going for me. And they weren't like Crazy bets. I thought for sure at least one would hit. You know, we need to have a priors like what? What do you hate the worst bet of the week? And then we just need to bet on it. So like, I said, Kevin, invest. You put dollar fifty. I put dollar. Put three dollars on it, and just whatever your worst bet you think is not going to hit, we'll put on it, and then we'll probably flip and win. So I did these Saturday before before people started playing on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Rory top five. I thought that was a decent bet. I was like, okay, Roy can oh, get yeah. top five. Yeah. He got sixth place. <laughs> I mean, that was like, come on. Come on. And then there was a few out there where you're like, all right, if I lose this one, all right, fine. I lost it, but big pay. $2 right. on uh, Scotty Scheffler. It would have paid out 162 bucks if he won. Hey. You know, just throw two right. bucks. I, yep, I did that. You know, I had some of those. So yeah, I was I was gonna lose. But I wanna say I picked Victor Hovland as a winner for two bucks. Yep. Not a bad pick. Yeah, what second? Yep. Not bad. Um Webb Simpson, I threw him in there on Saturday. What'd he get? Like fourth? Yeah, that vanilla face. I put five <laughs> bucks on him. And... I don't know if you could say that. I don't know if you oh, can you can definitely say that. I don't know. I mean we might just Something get canceled be. like Dr. Seuss up in here. <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, I had uh, some of these bets where you're like, yeah, that's probably going to hit. Xander Shoffley, top 10. Yeah, that's probably an okay bet. Didn't work out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, over eight, no big deal. I'll try again. Yep. I think I already have bets on this coming week. Yes, I do. I made one $5 bet on Jason Kokrak. <laughs> Last week, this week, last week, and nothing. <laughs> nothing. You had him to win. You had no, him to I win think that? I had him top five. Okay, you got nine, and yeah. I would have got fifty bucks. Yeah. So I mean, some of those bets, like yeah. you just you gotta throw it out. Yeah, you have that's to. What I, had to. I mean, I had like I said, I had Morikawa plus two hundred, and he he ended up paying. Like I said, I, I lost like nine bucks. So. He was, with, with he, was golf, 13, so hard. Yeah, he was 13 he or 14 holes in, and I was like, okay, what do I got to do to get my money back? Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I would have had to have bet like $200 on Morikawa to win 28, <laughs> and I would have got all my money back. I'm like, all right, all right, broke even. 
And I was like, no, nah, you throw a 200 bucks on him. Jeez. I'll just lose well, 28. It sucks because I didn't know this until like halfway through his round, like an, like an interview on like a Saturday night. It was like a, a, a clip comes up. He comes up and he's like, yeah, I'm, my putting stroke is just so pure. Like I'm putting the best I've ever put in my entire life. I'm like, now he, you tell me this? He changed his putting grip. Yeah. I'm like, what? Now you're telling me this? As I just put $10, I mean, $10 on a Warshall and vanilla face. Like, mm-hmm. there's a waste of 10 bucks. Uh, um, speaking of money that you just kind of throw out there that you know you're not going to get back, uh, I put 10 bucks on the wings, boys. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah, you're not getting that back. I've already wrote it off. But I mean, $10 do, will pay out $7,510. If the wings win the Stanley Cup. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And before last night, I thought not real great odds, but it's ten bucks. After last night, goodbye, ten bucks. <laughs> you know, not good. Uh, not good. You just don't want to miss the train. It's a it's a FOMO of like yeah. having a bet. You if, know, if something like... crazy happens, mm-hmm. you're like, good thing I put ten bucks on that. But if it right. doesn't happen, it's like, yeah, it was ten bucks. Right, I've already like, put in my championship yeah. parlay like Kyle did last year. Would you like Ooh. to share? Would you like to share? Mm, maybe, maybe. Why? Thing is, is why maybe? the thing is with the par. The thing is with the parlay when you have it. Like, I made the bet thing that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I didn't know they were going up against Tom Brady. <laughs> so, and why would you have known that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Please do tell. Shit, I can't remember who I picked for hockey. <laughs> oh, you got your phone in your hand. We can figure that this takes out. a minute. We can figure this out. But I also, not just the wings, I also made a pick of who I really think could do it. And if you remember from past episodes, Edmonton Oilers. Not the Oilers. So a $20 bet on Edmonton would pay out 300 Ten dollar bet on the wings pays out seventy five hundred. So I mean, <laughs> you know, I think I picked quite uh, a bit different odds there. Toronto. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to get more into hockey down here, but it's just hard because they don't really have a team. Every time I watch anything, it's either like the Penguins and Bruins or the uh, Bruins and Flyers. So or you're watching NBCSN. Be a Blue yep. Jackets yeah. fan. My yeah. Blue Jackets. I get the Blue Jackets all the time. And then I'm like, ooh, Blackhawks and, and the Red Wings. Let's watch that. And I'm like, I can't even find it. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I wake up the next morning and it's like, they lost 7 to 1. I'm like, what? Or 7 to 2. 7 to 2, yeah. Yeah. But the two games before that, they scored 5 and scored 5. They were on a run. They were red hot. As the uh, announcer said, their power play is red hot. They now have three games in a row with a power play goal after going 0 for 41. <laughs> They're red hot now. Red hot. All right, Kevin, I see you got your phone up. All right. What uh, do you got? The NBA champion will be. Mm. Does this hurt even saying? Yeah. Like NBA. It doesn't taste good in my mouth. And all you got is water. You need like a beer or something to get that out. The Nets. The Nets. Okay. Is that good? That's I'm, I'm, that you went straight numbers and that's that's a good bet. Well, not straight numbers. Lakers would be straight numbers. Okay, he's you talking rock or chalk? Well, going straight like, chalk on it. 
it's just like you know you, you don't want to be the top but you don't exactly top doesn't pay that well exactly right yeah that's why you never pick the leader okay gotcha okay same in the nhl i went with toronto 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 okay very good squad toronto okay and the real dark horse here the rams the oh you want stafford getting it don't you Uh, well now i really do because i made a ten dollar bet on that and i will win four thousand four hundred and ten dollars that's way better than kyle's (laughs) yeah but kyle picked the number one in every sport Uh, yeah yeah pretty much but did i did that work out for him Yes. Pretty yes, much it, did. it Pretty much. did. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it did. Stupid, uh, but yeah. That's good. So you want who's the last one yet? Oh, the Rams. Okay. I was just gonna have it where the Rams and the I could see the Rams uh and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Rams and Bills would be sick too. Have a Ram yeah. versus Buffalo. We don't want to get too deep into the Super Bowl talk. It's uh, like not yet. Three hundred and fifty days away now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got time to do that. Definitely. But I like your your parlay. I, there, there's some smartness to it, and then there's some some heart. You know, to it. Yeah. You got your brain working, and then you got a little bit of your heart working in there. Uh, yeah. I guess it's my heart. It's a good mix. I mean, is it really though? You're you're a Washington R words fan. You're a football team fan. Yeah, I'm a Lions fan too, which okay. is weird as hell. Yeah, just I know. a fan of two bad teams, <laughs> two <laughs> bad NFC teams. That that's a hard life you live, Kevin. Like sometimes people pick an AFC and an NFC, but I just went with the two of the worst NFC teams. <laughs> it's a tough life you live. We're going to swing this back into golf for a little bit this coming up weekend. Swing it back. See what you did there. Yeah, Arnold Palmer Invitational this weekend. Arnie's Army. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, Ricky Fowler has always been a pretty big name for this tournament. Uh, he was the ambassador for the tournament in 2018. Mm-hmm. Puma, the clothing company that he wears, uh, they make an Arnold Palmer line of clothing with uh, a lot of umbrellas and everything on it. I was going to buy an Arnold Palmer to drink tonight for the tournament coming up. I instead went with a beer. Mm. Yeah. It's all good. I dropped dropped the ball. Speaking of dropping the ball, Ricky Fowler. (laughs) He has not been playing pretty well, and many people have been taking notice of that. Uh, we've actually mentioned it on this podcast a few times saying that he's, you know, in free fall with his world rankings. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a tweet out. You guys may have seen it. I don't know if, if you have Kevin, Kyle, um, yeah, somebody tweet. tweeted out, even Ricky Fowler is getting frustrated with Ricky Fowler, <laughs> who is the, who is in danger of missing the masters for the first time since 2010. Well, somebody quoted that tweet, Sir Nick Faldo. And he said, the good news is if he misses the Masters, he can shoot another six commercials that week. Rocket mortgage, baby. Just getting shade (laughs) from Nick Faldo. (laughs) Sir Nick. Knighted Sir Nick. Damn. So, I mean, he's just giving him shit. 
Yeah, because you think of Ricky, you think that, you know, with the Masters, he's usually in the top 15, top 10, right yeah. around there. Um, he's in the bottom of, like, the captain's pick, but that's the guy, like, you like to have on, like, your group. Um, he doesn't do – like, he doesn't do anything – crazy good like he doesn't drive the ball super far but he's accurate his irons are decent he putts pretty well like yeah he's a good guy to have in your squad and then all of a sudden to see him the world rankings that he's at i don't know i think he's just dude got married struggling <laughs> it's always the problem dude dude got married uh jordan spieth got married i mean correlation is right there yeah, that, I mean, that's all the stats you need. Come on, Amazon Web yeah. Services, figure that out. Next gen. <laughs> this is the yeah. next gen services from Amazon. Is, is Bryson married? No. Is Tony Fino married? Well, yeah, but fuck. Bryson, right, well, Bryson's well, married. You know who you forgot? Rory. Mm. Yeah, Rory's right there. He hasn't won since he got married. He's played well at times. He's played yeah. really bad at times. Yeah. He's but thing actually is, like, the best odds this week. Tony, the dude married, he got a few kids, and this dude can't win nothing, but this guy's making m- millions. Mm-hmm. Making like a million every weekend. I'm yep. trying to think who let's let I'm trying to think who won that's married. It's past. Marcow is not married. Well go through the go through the, the world top ten. Dustin Johnson, he's married. Mm. So that's working for him. John Rahm, is he married? I don't know. He got married recently, but he hasn't won since he got married. Okay. This is all Justin, from memory. Uh, Justin Thomas? Thomas. Three? No, no. He's not married. Not married. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton fell to number six. Not married, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't I believe know. he is. Um, Maybe. Rory, I think, is now like, I think he's eight now. But I mean, out of those top ten guys, there's not a whole lot that yeah. are married. Not Brooks. a whole lot. Brooksy, is he actually married, or is that just girlfriend? Girlfriend, and he's making money. He's cashing checks and making money. <laughs> cashing checks, breaking shafts. Yeah, <laughs> but in you. it, in it every week, though. I mean, so Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, he's married. Well, he's married. Well, his wife is nuts, though. She is a <laughs> yeah. psycho. <laughs> yeah. She's a psycho and he's really not that good. He's a cheater. That's true. So he's a fraud. There you go. Um so there's that. Tiger Woods. He's not married now and he was playing just fine. <laughs> he won the Masters and he wasn't married. True. True. So so he has won a major since he's not been married. <laughs> Falls in line. It's probably why I'm not gonna win a major. Me and Kevin aren't gonna win a major. That's true. There's still time for you, though. Yeah. Come uh, on, Nick. So, so here, here's the thing. You didn't get engaged, did you? No. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Damn, I thought that I was got, it. I got, <laughs> 19, <laughs> I got 19 years to get my game good and then get on the senior tour. There you go. So when I hit 50, time to hit the, the tournament run when I hit 50. Better get those senior tours. Better hope Phil's not still there in 19 years. Right. Yeah, the problem is, and when I'm 50, so is like Rory and <laughs> all those guys. <laughs> so I'm still gonna be just no good. Right. 
So anyway, uh, Arnold Palmer, this weekend, mm-hmm. um, do you feel that the Arnold Palmer is in a tough place right now, given that is WGC last weekend, players next weekend, how many guys are going to want to go three weeks in a row? Well, usually it's the GC, then Arnold Palmer, players, then the week off, and then the Masters, right? I don't know. I would leave that up to you to know most of that. But right. what what I'm saying is that's three in a row with the Arnold Palmer between two pretty big tournaments. And, and a lot of guys like to play the Arnold Palmer. But if you gave him a choice to win the WGC, the Arnold Palmer, or the players, I'm sure Arnold Palmer's last of tournaments yeah. they want to win. Now that he's passed away, I kind of feel like, yeah, that'd probably be last. So right now, there are only five guys in the top 15 playing in the Arnold Palmer this weekend. Hmm. So I think it's... It's kind of in a tough spot where people want to take a, they want to play the WGC, they want to take a little break, and then play the players. So it's like I, it's not getting the big names or the bigger yeah. names that it probably deserves. Right, because I mean they played last week, and then I mean this week is the first week of March, and then they're gonna play next week, which if the players the second week in March, then they have one, two, three. Yeah, four weeks until the Masters. Like, after the what are players. we doing here? Yeah, yeah, after the player. Yeah, it's yeah. so like what? You have three, four weeks to fine tune your game, and I mean, you can go if you're a, you know, a past champion, or you have some kind of end where you can go out and and walk the course again. You have a month to do that. Yeah. So, Arnold Palmer's grandson, um, he said uh, in a in a press conference, in an interview, that he hopes next year they maybe shift some things around to get them in a better spot to where it's not jam-packed between two big tournaments to where people take time right. off to get ready for a big tournament. They want to play that tournament. So I think they're kind of just in a tough spot right now. And I think everybody wanted to play the Arnold Palmer to be there with Arnold Palmer watching, and now that he's he's passed, yeah, it's like, yeah, I want to play it. It's fun, but I'd rather win the players. Right. I'd rather win WGC. <clears throat> so I it's think you see a like lot a week off now. Yeah, see a lot more. I think obviously you're going to see a lot more Americans just because it's down in Florida. And a lot of people, a lot of tour players live in Florida, so it's not that far of a a drive or a short flight for them. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has something probably to do with it, but um, yeah, I don't think is Brooks in it. I don't think Brooks is going to be in it. This I don't know. It uh, seemed I like don't remember. I don't think there's a lot yeah. of big. I don't think there's a lot of big. Uh, I mean, there's. Games. I mean, there's a lot. There's there's a decent. I'm looking at the. There's a lot of people. Uh, yeah, the easiest way to figure out who's yeah. in the field is to look look at the sports betting page. It really is. Oh. I get on there and see the odds, and then you're like, oh, here's the field. Yeah, Zach Johnson. No. Old ZJ? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, when you see all these 
Bryson. It's it's Steve. three weeks. Yeah, it's it's three weeks. Like, it, it, for me, it's like a. <clears throat> they used to play every week. I remember like watching um, Jerry Kelly, watching Freddie, watching um, who else that always always play uh, Demarco. Like every week they'd play, and now like people are resting because you can. Like Morikawa is probably not playing this week, and Dustin Johnson didn't play like two weeks ago after he won because he's like, well, I just won 1.6 million. Like I'm gonna take a week off and relax and go to Vegas. But you didn't really have that comfort because it was like a week to week basis, and you're just trying to like make as much money as possible. But now mm-hmm. the Tiger effect has happened where people are able to do that. So I I seen a stat today. You're talking about making money. Uh, Arnold Palmer, through his 49 years of playing golf, mm-hmm. he made $1.7 million and some change. A little under $1.8 million through 49 years of playing golf. Holy cow. Morikawa, wow. last weekend, <laughs> made $1.8 million for winning. Yeah. That's the Tiger effect right there. Vino got $1 million for second yeah. place. Second yeah. place second two place. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, like, and before, like, Arnold Palmer, we didn't see it, but, like, he was in commercials for, like, oil companies and, like, just different, like, he, he, he would had fly his, his own plane, everything. everything, and he was, like, the new, like, coolest, like, that would be the one guy in the sporting world that would fly himself He had to his a own fear events. of heights, and to get over his fear of heights, he learned he to fly a, a plane. pilot. And he had his own plane that he'd fly places. Uh, he was the dude. He, was... he had Arnie's army. Like, if you had that kind of stuff today, oh, there'd be so many people. Mm-hmm. Like, he had an army of people that loved him before, like, the only way of contact to know what he was doing was a newspaper. Yeah. That was the only way to hear about what he was doing was a newspaper. That's pretty crazy. And he had an yeah. army of people following him. Him, him, and Tiger are the, probably the, they got to be the most. Those two are the, the most influential golfers because I mean, yeah, Arnold so. Palmer. Yeah, Arnold Palmer did the. I mean, he started the Golf Channel, so I mean, he had help in that. Yeah, so yeah. he he did everything in that aspect, and then like branched out, like you said, with all these different commercials and did everything, and then Tiger Effect happened in in yeah. the late nineties and. I mean, you, you can't you can't pass right over <laughs> the Arnold Palmer drink and how much money that made him. I mean, he made one point seven and some change playing golf, but I think it was like two thousand fifteen or two thousand sixteen. I'm trying to remember the stat that I read. I could yeah. be off on the year. He was like third on the Forbes list for athletes. Right. Arnold Palmer <laughs> for for his sponsorship yeah, stuff drink. and drinks and like all the stuff that he does outside of golf. He made, and then, he had his, his hand in like 200 golf courses that right. he helped make. Like he was making dough. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting back and he made his drink. And then Jack Nicholas says like, dang, he's making a lot of money. So then Jack made his own drink. Like golden bear like nerd. Yeah. What's up? It's like a strawberry lemonade and something, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. I never tried it. Not to shout out Arizona, <laughs> but I think Arizona has both Arizona teas. They have right. both um, the Golden Bear and the Arnold Palmer. Drinks. I have never seen Jack's drink before. <laughs> yeah, the Arnold Palmer, and then there's the Harry Palmer. Yeah, yeah. You know what that is? You probably don't. Or I think what? it was on Tosh.0. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so a question for you, Kyle, uh, unless you have more on Arnold Palmer. Uh, nope. Okay. Um, you've had a hole-in-one, right? You've had two of them, I think? I had, I've had one. You've had one. Okay. Do you have your hole-in-one ball still? He did before he moved. Yeah. <laughs> so you lost it's in, it. It's in a box somewhere. Okay. Well, I seen this video of a guy that hit a hole in one and he used a noodle. And that is why, like, I will not use a shitty ball because if I happen to get a hole in one, I'm not saving a noodle. <laughs> That's awesome. So, That's an expensive noodle. Exactly. Like, and it wasn't his ball. <clears throat> it was a video where the guy in the video is like, "That's the ball I threw you." Like to <laughs> use somebody else's ball. He hit a hole in one. The very next hole, he used that ball, and he shanked the shit out of it. It went straight ninety degrees into the tall grass, and he lost it. And a boy, that's what you do with. But if noodles. it was a noodle, I mean, I can't blame the guy. Oh but shit! That's why I don't use a noodle. I don't know. I don't uh, think I, I don't think I have mine. I have like my lowest round. Um, my shot sixty-seven. I wrote the date and I wrote the score on it. Um, the hole in one ball. I, don't know, I was in college in in South Carolina, so I went from South Carolina to Florida to from Florida to Michigan, Michigan, Florida, Florida to Indiana. So it's yeah i think so it's 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 gone i think that the way like your gambling works where you need to pick something that you hate <laughs> oh, God. and see how they do god so every par three you need to make like one of those use one of those uh like pink ice noodle balls the, the wait you're talking a, a ladies ball yeah yeah, yeah. an ice yeah. pink ball yeah ice yeah. pink yeah okay there you go then you know you you will have to proudly display it so you're saying I'm gonna get a hole in one like, if I use those? Yeah, I would say that it ups your chances. It ups my chances. Like Amazon would probably add like six percent to that. <laughs> the AWS that is like, I had a two percent chance with that pull ball that because ball I had out. a point one percent chance without it. Yes. Okay. I like that. So you're saying I need a sleeve of these balls. For Kentucky, at least, at least, <laughs> yeah. Because you're gonna yeah. wait, wait, wait. I only need a sleeve because if I'm it. gonna hit it well enough for a hole in one, I ain't gonna lose it. I only need yeah, a sleeve. Sure. I only need a sleeve of them. You're gonna play a lot of par threes. Four I'm days. I'm gonna yeah. do well on them, according to Amazon. Let's, let's web talk services about this in the stacks. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. What, Kevin? What is your over under of golf balls lost in Kentucky? I have no fucking clue. I don't man. know if Kevin should set that that stat line. We need to figure out the guys that set the stat lines. Um, I'm gonna go 
if I had to bet. What's yours? 12. 12 golf balls for him? I would say Kevin is at 12 over four days. You're saying Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This coming Kentucky? Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I lost four on one hole last time we went. I know I did. (laughs) (laughs) It was a par three. See? You need more than one sleeve. No, 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 because you're saying the bad balls I will do well with. I'm saying it ups your chance for a hole in one. Okay. I lost three balls on a par three my first year, too. (laughs) This was was like a 76-yard hole. Water in the front. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With I remember. This yeah. Bad slope, slope. Back to front. I and feel I, like that's the same one I lost on my. I chunked it. Mm-hmm. Water teed up again. Mm-hmm. Or had to drop. Chunked again. Had to drop. Chunked again. Finally got it over. Withdrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Matt wolfed it, and I withdrew. <laughs> hey, there's a cooler on the bus, right? All right, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. My dad. We had the same thing where he hit it in the water, back and forth, back and forth, and like thing about my dad when he plays golf is he's so like even keel and on the par three he, a lot of he took he, yeah he took a nine and he picked up the ball and I didn't want to ask him you know we get to the cart or I didn't like the other cart like pulls away and I'm like what'd you get there he's like give me a minute I'm like okay so I'm like do I now drive do I wait I'm like I'll just troll this next time so I get up and he grabs a club off uh, to the next hole the tee box he grabs his driver I'm like, all right, Dad, what'd you have there? And he's like, I had, I like, I did pretty well there. I had three pars on that hole. It's like I parred that three times. I'm like, dang, nice. But he always flips it to make it positive. So, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Um, crazy little story that came up in golf. Johnny Football. Yeah. Have you heard this, Kevin? No. I Kyle, know. have you heard about this? I know this? who Johnny Football is. Johnny, Johnny Manziel, Johnny he's Man- trying to make that. Yeah, he's trying to be Johnny Golf Ball instead of Johnny Football. No way. He said that he's going to try to go pro in golf. Um, he says, "I this is, a, this is a quote from him. I'm going to give myself 12 years to try and play professional golf. Uh, I don't see it. I, I, I don't know. He says that he is a zero or one handicap, and he's been playing golf Five days a week with friends. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. No chance. If he has 12 years. I have 12 years. That's how I take it. Yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> I think yeah, that's true. The only difference just, is you have a job, you have a kid, and a wife. Mm-hmm. He is really doing nothing. And he has a night. He has uh, he he goes to the clubs and he goes like he says have no discipline. Like I'd have more discipline. Just yeah, but he's got my time. Yeah, having time is one thing, but it, if you're going to practice, you'd rather want to practice twenty minutes the right way than rather than three hours the wrong way. That's probably true. Yeah, and I don't want talking, you to I'm, take me I'm talking saying a lot that. Of shit. So let me just say this, Johnny Football. If you want to play against me. On yeah. match play, let me know. Yeah, and I, I'm not saying as in I believe he can do it. By me saying right. he's got more right, time. Right, right. And right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying he does. He Definitely. has more time. He's made Millions. he's made his money from football, even mm. though he didn't really do much. Hey, he threw seven touchdowns, threw seven picks. 
Are Just you talking about his seven-on-seven seven game? Yeah, I make him. Yeah, win or lose, we booze. That's what he says. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna try to be Johnny Golf Ball. Um, he, as as they put it in this this uh, this article, a decent swing, but I've never seen him see swing it. golf ball. But in the article, they said from taking snaps on the seven-on-seven seven, uh, to trying to you know be a pro. Pro golfer. Who's um, that uh, baseball player? Is it Schultz, um, the pitcher. He, I think he played for the Braves. John Schultz, John Schmoltz. John Schmoltz. Yes, he has He's a stand-up putter. By the way, I think I've said this when we talked about my putter in recent episodes. He has uh-huh. the really expensive one, though. He has a Bloodline putter. Oh, it's like a four hundred plus dollar putter. It stands up on its own. Do you still have yours? Still got uh, <laughs> both of them. That being said, that being said, I know you're going to be like, oh, wait, recent episode, you said you sold one. Yeah, I did. It is still sold. It just hasn't been picked up yet. It is. Oh, nor uh, has it been paid for. Is Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, I want you to know I got your message. By the way, he sent me a text the other day, and I thought, what could Jeff be texting me about? You know what he sent me, Kevin? He sent me this right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sent me that right there. The rooster's ass. The rooster's asshole. Oh. (laughs) With our sticker on it. Uh, But he did say, by the way, I still want that putter. And I said... I still have that putter. His response, perfect. So I, I got, I mean, I, I got rid of one. Has he paid me? No. Is no. it sitting right behind Kevin? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But he still wants it. Thank you, Jeff. Just, just take, just take the other one to Kentucky with you, and just set it on the putting green and someone just gonna be like what in the world is this carl will probably take it and just carl will probably do well with it mm, yeah what kind of kevin do you still have that hat didn't you guys bullshit. trade didn't you guys trade hat yeah we got really drunk on the bus on the way down we traded hats or no i think Co- i just ended up with his hat and the colorado then, uh, hat right buffalo yeah or something yeah i think that it's a lo- well it's a local high school but same kind of mascot oh. I think you guys traded, but by the end of the trip... It was the next morning. You went back. We went back. Yeah, Mm. I think so. So one one last thing that I have on my list here, Kyle. I'm going to give you a little bit of information on a golfer, and this is going to be guess guess the golfer, and see see if you can guess who this is. You You can try it as well, Kevin. Um... Driving distance. Uh, he hits longer than John Rahm. His current uh, official world golf rankings is better than Jordan Spieth. His scoring average, better than Rory McIlroy. Top 10 finishes. He has more than Justin Thomas. Greens in regulation, more than Bryson DeChambeau. And his average ball speed is better than Dustin Johnson, number one in the world. 
Who's that golfer? I was going to say Dustin Johnson right up till that last one. <laughs> and if you can guess this guy, oh boy, that's Who, some skill. What's the first two stats again? Driving distance longer than John Rahm. Current official world golf ranking better than Jordan Spieth. Scoring average better than Rory McIlroy. More top 10 finishes than Justin Thomas. More green and regulations than Bryson DeChambeau. And more average ball speed than Dustin Johnson. Hmm. Well, I'm going to guess. You're naming all these names, so you have to take them out of the equation. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Can't be more than that guy and be that guy. Right. That'd be impressive. <laughs> top tens. True. The more Justin top tens Tom- than Justin Thomas. Than Justin Thomas. That seems hard. Mm-hmm. That means that you're way up there. Better scoring average than Roy McIlroy. That's pretty good, 15. too. So that's, you're probably looking at like the 12 range. Who's in the 12, 14 range has better score? It means his putting sucks. Brooks. Kevin, do you have a guess? <laughs> Who has the most top 10s? Tony Fino. <laughs> it's neither one of those guys. Will Zalatoris. Any idea who that is? Dude, I was just looking at that on the list Dude. to pick this weekend. Yeah, right? <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah? No. Yeah. Will Zalatoris. No idea. I've never guy. heard of this guy until like three weeks ago. He's ranked, uh, I think the last thing I'd seen, he was, because Tiger's no longer 48. I think he is right. now 48 or 47 in the world. But he is an upcoming guy that can stroke a ball. Hmm. Does pretty well, and as those stats show, he's pretty well all around. So I think if you want to throw some money on that guy for the Arnold Palmer, I don't know, maybe just to be top twenty, top ten, you could probably make a little something. And I don't want anybody to listen to this and take my (laughs) my. what do, I, what do I say? Don't take my words take and, and bet with that, okay? Because it's uh, shit. But just for the fact, just for the fact that prior said that this guy is withdrawing. Yeah. So Kevin, yeah. are you betting on him now? No. You were. I just ruined it for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, no. Will Zelatoris, pretty crazy. Hmm. All those stats. Never heard of the guy. Until like yeah, three that's weeks what's crazy ago. about it is like you like you don't hear it's like the um, who was the one that was leading um, Maverick McNeely, Maverick McNeely was right there, and then that um, Jana Watanananand, Jazz Watanananand. Oh. <laughs> By the way, both of those guys in the upcoming tournament. Yeah. So throw, see that. throw a buck on them. You can't. You Win can't miss team. that name. What's the guy that uh, he just played with Tony? He was right there. He was leading the tournament with Tony and um, Homa. He was leading the tournament on on start with the S. Some Sneed Summers. Oh, Sam Burns. Burns. 
Sam Burns. Like, you don't hear about that guy. Then all of a sudden, it's like out of the blue. It's like, yeah, he's been right there the whole time. Yeah, he shoots seven under in the first day and then shoots pretty yeah. good in the second day. And yeah. That's why it's hard to bet on golf. Will you see Sam Burns in the top, I don't know, 10 the rest of the year, though? Right. It's like the only time you ever hear, like, Charlie Hoffman is like, he's leading us the first two days of the Masters. Like, well, don't throw any money on him. Old Green Glove? Yeah. Old Green Glove, Charlie Hoffman? Yeah. So that right there, that was my uh, guess, the golfer. That was a new little thing I got going there. Nice. I like it. Yeah, a little guess guess the golfer. So that being said, Kevin, you said you had him on your list for, for bets this week. Who's our picks? This week, who's who's your actual pick this week? Because you said you had him on your list there, Kevin. Uh, but who's the real pick for you this week? My pick this week is going to be Paul Casey. Paul Casey, Ooh. okay, okay. Hi, he's playing well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it American. I'm gonna go. I think Bryson. Bryson, we haven't he's heard of Bryson. With him? I, uh, I don't know he's, if he's a favorite or no. What is he? But he's playing well. He, he does. He does play the well. The thing is, is like he plays well there, and like I haven't heard of him for. I mean, it seems like we haven't heard from him other than like watching videos of him, and he's he always has really big respect for him. And I just can't pick. Like I want to pick Ricky Fowler so bad, but if he keeps playing with the golf balls that have like the decals on them. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Stay married. Just get rid of the decals on your golf so, ball, right? So Bryson's actually second in odds to win right behind Rory. Um, Patrick oh, Reed's dude. in this tournament. Dude. So, I mean, like, I have to pick him to make him not play well, right? So, he's, he, the top so he's my, I wish he sucks and misses the cut pick is, is Patrick Reed. That cheater... <laughs> Patrick Reed, that's that's the pick there. Uh, um, I think my actual pick for the tournament. Here we go, Louis Uthsezen. Oh yeah, Ooh. I'm gonna go with Louis. Uh, See, guys, two non-Americans. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for sure, we should have been the European pick. I blew it. Well, we uh, once again had one of our golfers withdraw from the tournament. Uh, it was my pick, Louis Uthsazen. So before things got rolling, I sent a message to the group and said, uh, my new pick, Victor Hovland. And now, back to the episode. Paul Casey, I like that pick. You can switch to Ian Poulter. I'll out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. So you went with Bryson. Second, I just haven't heard from him. Second, like, the odds, Bryce. Well, I tell you what, I watched a little uh, golf network today, and one of the guys on the golf network said, Bryson, he's he said, Here they did like a segment where they jumped to Monday, Monday headline. Here it is Bryson bombs, like I don't remember what it was, a lot of B's in it, but he's basically saying Bryson's gonna just drill the shit out of the ball and he's gonna win. Mm. Did you see him? Um, Trying to drive the green on the par five in the practice, yeah, the one that curls around the water. What what water, is that? Yeah. What is that drive? That's a four hundred four hundred yard drive. 
and like the wind was into him, and he put the track man down like right in front of the tee yeah. box, which doesn't make sense because the tee box probably will never be there. I don't know. But now that now that he's set up there and put it on Instagram, it's like, well, shit. Entertainment wise, let's let's do it. Put it <clears> on there and have a show. Yeah. Can you imagine driving the green on the par five over the water like that? Jeez. He's no. got no. a putt for for albatross. <laughs> no, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. He'd actually be in dry land because it goes dog leg to the left. Yeah. Kevin would just slice it to the right and put it right in the middle of the fairway. Right in the middle probably. of the fairway. Yeah, he had the same line Kevin would take. He'd be slipping and sliding. Likely. Likely the same line. Yes. I'd be going for over the water, but I'd end up back in the fairway. So, Kyle, you said there was going to be something, something on the bulletins for tonight that we talked about earlier. Is that something you wanted to bring up? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Let's talk about it. So, we started on... What? <laughs> Turn this up a little bit. I'll hit that, hit that soundboard again. What? <laughs> the Whoop Group. Uh, the Whoop Group. The Kentucky yes. Whoop Group has so, yes. now started. So, um, we're, we're, we're all getting... We're not sponsored, by the way. No. I just want to say that we're not which, sponsored. Which is bullshit because every other let, podcast is. Let's, let, <laughs> yeah, let's know, just, right? let, let it just be known that no athlete is sponsored by Whoop. Do you say athlete or athlete? Either Both. way. They're not sponsored. It sounded like you said athlete. Athlete. Okay. Whoop. Yeah. Yes, the Whoop. The Whoop. <laughs> so, so for you that don't know no, about the Whoop. So you got a whoop. I got a whoop. Kevin. Kevin. You got your whoop. Got a whoop. Whoop whoop. And I'm I'm not getting mine till Friday, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. I, I ordered it two days before Kevin. He got his today and I won't get mine till Friday. Yeah, the good thing about the whoop. Well, bad thing is like there's no face or there's no screen to it, so right. is, is that good or bad? Two watches. Yeah, it's two watches. <laughs> One which, watch. Yeah. So it kind of makes you feel like if you have like the battery pack on, it kind of feels like you have like one of those things on your ankles. Yeah, you're like, like your house arrest. Like probation. Yeah, you got your tether on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But it's sweet. It tells you uh, like uh, your disturbances and how you sleep. It tells you you know your recovery time and how much sleep you need. Um, which obviously you're rarely going to get enough sleep, but like it tells you like your efficiency of how you sleep. Um, recovery like what your strain is um anything like over 12 is like a decent day of moving and being active anything mm -hmm. over 15 i think is like an exertive like running not running but like doing like a 5k or something like that yep. or a half marathon or so it's and that aspect's really sweet so when i look at it um like in the morning i've had it where me and michelle are laying in bed and i look at my phone and look at the results like I fall asleep so fast. Like when I go in bed, like it has it two minutes, two minutes I'm in bed. Like I I'm asleep and my efficiency is like a 94%. I wake up, um, I think on average like six, seven times, not wake up, but like my disturbances. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to see like your frequency and kind of see how like that, how that like progresses. So you go from like a deep sleep, it just, to like a light sleep or REM sleep and then back. Yeah, REM sleep. Yeah, it kind of goes from that from that aspect of it, which is awesome, which I didn't know. 
Um, and the reason why I got Whoop is just because the Kentucky Whoop group, you know, I want to see how much sleep <laughs> you need to compare to like how much you actually. Yeah. Uh, so like, we're going to be in the red. So by Saturday, it's going to be like, you need 18 hours of sleep to recover. It's going to be bad. Right. It's going to be bad. Like Question I now. have for you, mm-hmm. because you've had it for how long now? Uh, like, uh, like two weeks, maybe a week and a half. Okay. Uh, no, no, probably, probably two weeks. Is there anything that you've changed about maybe your, your exercise or your sleep schedule since you've gotten it? Just, man, I should probably go to bed, but I don't like, <laughs> I have, <laughs> so at least no. now, you know, right now, you're like, yeah, yeah, I should do like, this. I have, like I have it on here, and this is kind of bad for the pod. Let's see over here. Yeah, so you need viewers. nine hours of sleep. So I need hours, nine hours of sleep. But who gets nine hours of sleep? Is that well? That's so, that's all based on your your strain that you've had today, and how much right. energy you've exerted, and all that stuff. Your, so, your variable heart yeah. rates and all that kind of stuff. To be, yep. a, do you have your set to like peak performance or? Like just to get it's by just, or just just a normal like and then it asks you like to make your profile. Um it just goes by simply um what are you looking for? Are you looking for more training when you set up, or are you looking for more just like your um sleep performance, like recovery time? And yep. that's what I picked. Um just because with Logan and I, I just went waking up and sometimes I work late and then I get up with him in the morning, so I just didn't know. You know, I knew it was bad, but I just didn't know, like, in the middle of the night how many times I actually wake up. So when I saw that my, like, average disturbance is only, like, seven times or seven times, I was actually pretty happy with it. So it's just different ways to go about, you know, learning more about your body, and it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, Kevin, this is your first day with Woo. I've had mine for four hours, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have abs. (laughs) Whoop, he's going to have abs. He's He's... He's all about the whoop right now. That's right. Um, Getting dragged. What, what is it that you want to learn from your whoop? Uh, I mean, lot. on podcast nights, you're here till when? Yeah, you'll see your recovery and you'll go, time. You'll go to you'll bed. Hate it. Yeah, you'll go to bed when <laughs> on, a, on a podcast night. So right now, usually. So you go to bed at like <laughs> 10, 10, 30, 11, in the late nights, 11. Yeah. And you get up when right now? Four. 340. 340. You wake up. Yeah. So you're so your gonna, sleep performance. Yeah, you're gonna see a recovery of like twenty percent. Yeah. On those days. Like mine. So I went to work and my late last night. gonna be a lot higher too. A lot. I yeah. mean, this is very strenuous. strenuous. Yeah. It, it, the the way that I had it is when I got it, I felt I was shitty because like I got it on a Friday and I didn't like set it up until Saturday morning and I had Saturday, Sunday off. So I'm like, well, shit, because like, your first four days is like how you set your tone. Yeah, you know, like, it's learning. Like your average. It's learning. Yeah. So on Monday, Tuesday, yeah. yeah. So on Monday, Tuesday hit when I was actually working. Like, oh man, like so then it tells you, or it tells you how, um, how much strain you're using and everything. So like last night, I went back into work after close and did a few things, and I got up with Logan this morning, and my recovery is only forty nine percent, but my sleeping performance, um was 75 but when my in-laws were here um they got up with logan in the morning and actually got like seven and a half hours of sleep and i had like 99 percent sleep yeah 
you you sent me you sent me something that was said oh, yeah, like, like eight nine. hours of sleep or nine yeah. hours of sleep. I was like, who the hell who? gets eight or nine hours of sleep here, man? You're like, ah, oh, in laws, man, they're here. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, we got our own. So yeah, we got our own whoop group, and we can uh, see who has like the most strain, who has the best recovery after nights yeah. like this, and yep. kind of go into it. Um, maybe get one or two more people uh, that maybe go into Kentucky that do this, and I think that'd be pretty cool. So we're gonna we're gonna take take some notes down on our pre-Kentucky numbers, right? We're, we got it. We're getting it early enough. I think we got you know six weeks or so. Um, it'll it'll learn our our body type and what we do and our history and all this. So by the time Kentucky comes, it'd be good solid numbers. Take some numbers down our recordings, and then after Kentucky or maybe even during Kentucky, figure out some numbers. But afterwards, <laughs> what did we do? Like, what is a yeah. recording that we did that is terrible for our bodies? This is for science. Yeah, yeah. This because every everything, yeah, because everything it goes by like it tells you what you did last night or how many. Uh, like how much caffeine tells did us you what drink? we did last night. Who was your last? Yeah, how, many, how many drinks did you have? We're gonna need that. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do last? Yeah, I hope yeah. it tells us what we did last night on this trip. <laughs> Why was my Woo. bill three hundred dollars? Woo! What? <laughs> yeah, no, but it tells like all your caffeine so. and tells you everything. <laughs> you can't hear the sound I got going through the board. It's terrible. <laughs> this goes off your caffeine. Like it even tells you like. It gets personal, like it says, like sexual activity. It tells you, like if you masturbated, it tells you fucking everything. And if you don't want to, like, oh, relax. Like, does it send to to tell, Does it send it to, to the government? Yeah, you're like, whoa, relax. <laughs> I I went cross country skiing. Relax, <laughs> whoop. Yeah, for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I got four minutes away, and I got tired with it. I said, I'm done with this. I'm not skiing, skiing anymore. This damn thing's broken. Yeah. I ain't skiing no more. This isn't even fun. I mean, uh, that's whoop. That's that's <laughs> so that's so that's so that's whoop. Uh, it tells you when you go skiing. That's whoop. <laughs> and the cool thing is it learns your your tendencies and like if you start a workout and you do it enough times, like when you start, the, you don't even have to tell Whoop that you started this workout. It'll tell you. Mm -hmm. So like every day it's going to be like, Kyle, you started cross-country skiing this morning. <laughs> and then you have to tell it like, no, I wasn't. I'm going to set that up. <laughs> I know, right? Right. Be like, oh, this is how you're going to get yeah. abs, Kevin. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. you didn't even get out of bed this morning and you started cross-country skiing. <laughs> Yeah, so it'll it'll know your tendencies. How can you be skiing from a horizontal position? <laughs> I fell down. I don't know. Ski, skis up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's that's the benefits of whoop, people. Well, we'll uh, see. We'll we'll see. We we got a little time here. I'll get mine on Friday. <sighs> we'll get all acclimated to uh, you know whoop group. Whoop group. Kentucky Whoop Group. We'll get it figured out. See if we can get maybe James on this. I still got Greg on 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 the line here. Come on, Greg. Maybe maybe he'll work it out. He's got to I'm figure, rooting for figure things out. Maybe he'll be on the trip. 
that we can talk Chris into getting one. It'd be great for him. He's in the military. He can yeah, track his health in the military. It. So that, as far as I know, as long as you guys are, are done, <sighs> that's episode 31. I got one. We ended with a bang right there. That was good. Working on yeah. the abs. Working on yeah. the abs. That's just abs through laughter. Yep. Ills are comedy abs. Yep. Abs through laughter. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like a good thing to start up, like a business good workout or video. something. Abs through laughter. That, um, yeah, that's episode 31. Uh, thanks everybody listening in. I hope you had a good time. We, we, we had a good time. I gotta go to bed. Yep. All right. We will, uh, see you in the next one. Bye. Next week.